let's go into the raw material for today. And today we're going to look at uh, session 47, Law of One, April 18, 1981. Uh, I'm sure you all have the link, but I'll send it anyway. It's the re-listened version. Uh, here we see um, 16 exchanges between Don and Raw. And uh, we've moved out of the personal material for a moment, although we're going to get back into it next session, I believe. The uh, raw sessions in the 40s, as we've seen, uh, have included a lot of personal material. Some of these sessions were completely pulled from the original transcript that went into the original publishing of um, the four volumes of the raw material in the, in the old days originally, and then became uh, the material of book five. Uh, there's some indication to me that uh, since there's really no, no of the uh, none, none of the personal material that was uh, pulled or excised from the original here in session 47, that perhaps their situation uh, is less volatile than it has been before. She's recovered her physical energy, vital energy more. Uh, this was actually three days after the previous session 46, and so. Law of One Session 47 was received uh, April 18, 1981, and most of the uh, uh, starting greeting from Ra is in brackets. Uh, Ra says, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. So Don asks uh, first for Carla's condition, uh, 47.1. Could you first give us an indication of the condition of the instrument? Ra says, it is as previously stated, uh, previously three days ago, uh, or not, I'm not sure. But uh, Don didn't question further on it, and so it, it's probably uh, the case that she was doing better, feeling stronger, uh, in less danger, uh, and uh, there was no need to focus on how to treat her or help her. Uh, because she was on the mend and doing better. The, uh, <clears throat> this, this session uh, will give us a, a great deal of uh, material about fourth density and harvest, and particularly the seven energy bodies or energy fields. When I say energy body, it means an energy field uh, of the total mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality complex, which is the total seven-dimensional self, the, what I call the octave self, or the, uh, our sense of identity and personality and selfhood uh, as expressed uh, by the seven chakra, seven uh, energy body complex uh, that uh, at our level, or in this dimension, manifests as what Ra calls mind-body-spirit complex, uh, including the higher self beingness and including the teacher of higher self or the seventh density, uh, thought form, infinite uh, knowing of all potentials, uh, depersonalized selfhood or resource, the seventh density totality complex, uh, that total self has seven chakras or, you know, manifests itself by seven chakras. You see, there's not a guy that has it. You know, you can't even say, we have seven chakras, I have a body. That's not really um, an accurate understanding of, uh, of identity or selfhood 
or uh, our beingness. It's basically uh, a seven-dimensional beingness uh, in which we are uh, activated um, in a much, you know, in a very partial way, where first, second, third chakra uh, bodies, energy fields, um, are ordinarily activated um, fully or fully enough uh, in third density. And we're moving to the higher chakra activations and the higher energy body activations too. So uh, we'll start with questions about fourth density and harvest 47.2. Don says, the question that I was trying to ask at the end of the last session was, of what value to evolution or experience in the creator knowing himself are the positive and negative social memory complexes that form starting in fourth density and why was this planned by the Logos? So um, the question is, you know, what's the value to the infinite creator uh, that generated by, um, you know, um, the genesis of light, which is light love, which is based in love, which is sentience and energy? What was the value, uh, what is the value of the normal establishing of positive and negative social memory complexes which is a kind of group mind, um, unified consciousness, more or less, and increasingly, beginning normally in fourth density. Why was it planned by the Logos? And um, that's where Don was mistaken. Ra explains the details, 47.2, saying, there are, inherent, there are inherent incorrectnesses in your query. However, we may answer the main point of it. The incorrectness lies in the consideration that social memory complexes were planned by the Logos, which is galactic, or sub-Logos, which is solar. This is incorrect, as the unity of the creator exists within the smallest portion of any material created by love, meaning love line, much less um, as well, meaning in a self-aware being. I'll, I'll read the whole thing and then explain. So, uh, the incorrectness lies in the consideration that social memory complexes were planned by the Logos or sub-Logos. This is incorrect, as the unity of the Creator exists within the smallest portion of any material created by love, much less in a self-aware being. However, the distortion of free will causes the social memory complexes to appear as a possibility at a certain stage of evolution of mind. The purpose or consideration which causes entity to form such complexes of these social memory complexes, is a very simple extension of the basic distortion towards the creator's knowing of itself. For when a group of mind-body spirits become able to form a social memory complex, all experience of each entity is available to the whole of the complex. Thus the creator knows more of its creation in each unity partaking of this communion of entities. In each entity partaking of this communion of entities. So, number one, um, it's not that the, the Logos planned that social memory complexes would develop. The Logos meaning the galactic, the sub-Logos meaning the solar, which is really <clears throat> not essentially um, different than the Logos. As I've said, as Ra explained, uh, a sub-Logos comes into being, it seems to me, when a planet in its solar system achieves second density um, evolution or second density status, thus the birth of uh, organized uh, beings such as plants and animals. 
in such a case, then, that um, now the, the galactic logos then modifies um, the uh, parameters of light self-interaction, the ways in which light, love, which is love-light, which is intelligent energy, interacts with itself in the scale of seven rays, seven dimensions, seven um, major frequencies of, of light-love. That modification uh, in its octave, uh, when the planets in the solar system, uh, one planet at least, goes into second density, that modification establishes itself, or the galactic logos, as a sub-logos. And remember that higher self, Atman, late sixth density, is called by Ra a sub-sub-logos. And uh, the sub-portion, or subordinate, um, below or lower, is um, more semantic than actual, meaning um, the difference between a galactic logos and a solar logos is, um, you know, sort of modification, a modification in infinity. Uh, infinity self-modifies its uh, apparently finite expression, the expression of love-light or light uh, as, it, as it plays out or as it manifests and interacts in seven frequencies of light or the seven dimensions of the octave of the solar system. So um, it seems complicated, but it's actually pretty straightforward. Ra is saying uh, that uh, the, their reasoning is, is unusual in that they are explaining why Don's comment or question or supposition, really, that the Logos planned social memory complexes, why that's incorrect. Ra's rationale or explanation for why that's incorrect uh, is that the unity of the Creator, or unity, the Law of One, exists within the smallest portion of any material created by love or light or intelligent energy, uh, and, of course, in a self-aware being, meaning, of course, even more so, there's um, the reality of unity uh, for beings of self-awareness or self-consciousness, which is the human third density status and up, you know, third density and up. Mm, uh, the unity of each and all uh, basically um, is is associated with non-control or um, the honoring of the law of free will or the free willing of all beings uh, of creation whose nature is love or love-light or whose nature is not separate from the unity of, of all as the one infinite creator. That unity um, is somehow um, the basis for the Logos um, not planning the, um, the decisions or free will choices of its uh, love-light expression, uh, nor planning uh, how they should evolve. And yet, it follows upon the principle that um, the, cre you know, the purpose of creation is for the, uh, the creator to know itself better, is for infinity to know its own infinity better by the manifestation of infinite apparent finity. <laughs> The, uh, you know, if you look at anything in, in the environment, you will see infinity. 
just look, you know, like I've said, the image of the leaf. Uh, if you stand apart from it, you say it's a green leaf on a tree. If you get closer, uh, all you'll see is green. If you go even closer, you'll see cells and then sub, uh, you know, uh, microcellular or cellular components. When you go closer, you'll see molecules and then you'll see atoms and then you'll see space. Uh, so what is that green leaf? Is it, is it subatomic space? Is it molecular? It's all, you know, is it cellular? Is it uh, an, a vast field of green? Well, it's all. It's all of that, and it depends on your perspective or um, the scope of one's perception. And so uh, each is all in many ways. And the world, I mean, what's the world of a leaf? You know, the, the infinite universe of a leaf. I mean, you can blow your mind on that. And meanwhile, um, it's very reasonable inquiry. Uh, put yourself, uh, you know, as a, uh, you know, uh, 10 angstrom-sized entity on the surface of a leaf. Well, you'll see a whole world there. You'll see a whole world of, of beings and, uh, and, and uh, life in motion, in process. Uh, is that less of a leaf than our view that it's a, a green uh, piece of uh, matter uh, swinging on the tree? Well, um, it's all, you know, that leaf is all of that. That leaf is all. Uh, each, each is an expression of all. And uh, with, de you know, deepening and broadening of uh, perception comes expansion of consciousness and awareness uh, and uh, a knowing of the boundarylessness, you know, the unbounded nature of even what appears finite, even appearance itself, form appearance. Uh, that's also in play. And that's akin to, I think, the idea that within the smallest portion of any material created by the Logos, uh, the unity of the Creator exists. So unity is, uh, <clears throat> and because of that, uh, the logos um, doesn't need, didn't feel, doesn't feel a need to plan everything. Meanwhile, there is, of course, protection of the law of free will uh, for those that would be infringed upon uh, by the free will expression of another. And so, all of that's very deep and very complex. Ross basically saying that um, entities and groups naturally by themselves at a certain level of evolution of mind, and in fact we can say that the whole spiritual path is evolution of mind. Yeah, sure, Ross said, the purpose of incarnation is evolution of mind, body, spirit. Yeah, sure. Um, but the evolution of um, the evolution of what we call mind, body, spirit is done by transformation of consciousness. You know, you have a body, right? Well, is that body separate from your mind? Absolutely not. Everything is mediated by conceptualization. You know, how do we have any experience at all? How is experience, how is personal experience fashioned? Well, it's fashioned by basically perception, uh, the conscious, you know, the, the consciousness, the self-consciousness of perception and uh, conception. The last three skandhas, consciousness, perception, and uh, samskara, which is the fourth skanda, right? Buddhist five skandhas. And that's fashionings, <laughs> the, the uh, formation of experience from catalyst, naming activity, nama rupa. And so nama, Buddhist Sanskrit term nama rupa means name and form, rupa is body or form. 
Uh, all of that is only known by conceptualization. Uh, we, we know, we conceive of uh, a self and time and uh, an outer inner duality of uh, the field and the object or the, you know, the, the, the objective, the apparently objective so-called outer field and uh, the apparently separate internal uh, subjective uh, agent that is identifying the whole thing, meaning fashioning experience by perception and conception and the consciousness we have of all that, that's, that's how we live. And that itself is evolution of mind. And so, I mean, I, in my book, um, evolution of chakras two, three, four, five, six is evolution of mind. And one way of looking at mind in the seven rays is that the first chakra is body, and the seventh chakra is spirit, and, and two, three, four, five, six are all um, mind-related, mind-bound, um, manasic, of uh, titta, of mind, of buddhi, of uh, discrimination, of awareness. So when, you know, the raw material is, you know, like a holographic uh, nested uh, completion, and so every one of these uh, significant um, answers can be unpacked at length. Uh, just the phrase evolution of mind, to me, uh, is loaded um, with significance. And so then, um, in this uh, multi-incarnational, multi-dimensional, uh, orderly, yet uh, free will guided process of uh, the evolution of beingness in octaves. That's what's going on here, right? We experience beingness. We have a sense of human being. I'm a human being. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm a, uh, an expression of beingness, or this one here experiences beingness uh, according to you know the limits of the development of the seven rays uh, of me or of this one here. And that's the case for all of us. Uh, we are a multidimensional expression of beingness whose uh, potentials are infinite and within the smallest portion of every portion or apparent portion of ourselves <clears throat> exists the one infinite creator in all its power, as Ross said. Then, from that basis, um, you know, seek and you shall find uh, the original desires that entities seek and become one in that process of seeking, which is desiring, desire equals seeking, yes sirree, desire is not, you know, evil, uh, it's a matter of what the desires are, uh, the, you know, the foci of desire, the, the, the multiple focuses we have of our desire. Uh, now, uh, the ultimate desire, you know, of all beings is to uh, be all you can be, which really means to be all you are, to to uh, fully manifest and, and uh, express and enjoy uh, the totality of what we are, um, which we know uh, nearly nothing about. We know nearly nothing about the totality of our being. Uh, meanwhile, our being is no less glorious than the one infinite creator and the one infinite creation. And then, uh, Ra says, it's a simple extension of this creator's desire to know itself by the expression of light, by cosmogenesis, uh, for this process uh, to occur. It's just another aspect of greater knowing uh, of the one uh, by itself, or uh, knowing of the one by the one, uh, 
for this natural metaphysical formation to occur normally in fourth density where there's no veil <clears throat> and um, metaphysical power or six chakra magical working on the etheric can be brought in or naturally develops normally it doesn't in third density but normally it does in four positive and negative uh, the experience of each is available to the whole. And so we can call that group mind, um, but it's a lot more than that. And Ra is explaining back to the higher level that the creator, by that formation, social memory complex, knows more of its creation in each entity partaking of this communion of entities. Each partakes of all, and all um, is um, all is glorified by um, the full sharing of each. And uh, that's, what, uh, that's what those of you who will remain on Earth have to look forward to, which is a formation of social memory complex in 4D positive to come. And uh, us old-timers have, uh, have to look forward to this in terms of homecoming, uh, which will be a joyous event and approaches daily. So you can say that the purpose of cosmogenesis um, is um, the uh, deepened knowing of the one uh, of itself, knowing by the one of the one, knowing of the one of itself, which is uh, mediated by particular laws, including the law of karma and uh, requirements for graduation. Uh, and so creation is, a, is an educational system. It's, it's, a, it's a boundless system of um, enhanced awareness for boundless being that appears separate and experiences itself as separate, but increasingly uh, knows itself as the all. And of course, some people fall into psychopathology, grandiosity, narcissism, etc. from all of that, but it need not happen um, so long as we understand that we are works in progress too, uh, and much more than that. 47.3, Don says, we chose the values of, we were given the values of better than 50% service to others for fourth density positive, and better than or more than 95% service to self for fourth density negative social memory complexes. Actually, it's these are requirements for harvest into 4D negative, 4D positive. Uh, do these two values correspond to same rate of vibration, which is a very good point. Ross says, I perceive you have difficulty in expressing your query question. We shall respond in an attempt to clarify your query. And Ra explains in two paragraphs, 47.3, the vibratory rates are not to be understood as the same in positive and negative orientations. Okay, They are to be understood as having the power to accept and work with intelligent infinity to a certain degree or intensity. Due to the fact that the primary color, shall we say, or energy blue is missing, actually this should be wrong, this should be green. Mm. Due to the primary, and I'll read it here, due to the fact that the primary color <clears throat> or energy blue or blue energy is missing from the negatively oriented system of power, the green-blue vibratory energies are not seen in the vibratory schedules or patterns of negative fourth and fifth rates of vibration. The positive, on the other hand, shall we say, has the full spectrum of true color, time-space, vibratory patterns, and thus contains a variant vibratory pattern or schedule. 
Each is capable of doing fourth density work. This is the criterion for harvest. And um, Ra, Don catches this in 47.4, and I'll read uh, the exchange. <clears throat> uh, he said, did you say that blue was missing from fourth density negative? Ra says, let us clarify further. As we have previously stated, all beings have the potential for all possible vibratory rates, meaning the seven chakras. Thus, the potential of the green and blue energy center activation is, of course, precisely where it must be in a creation of love. However, the negatively polarized entity will have achieved harvest due to extremely efficient use of red and yellow-orange, meaning first and third second, moving directly to the gateway indigo, bringing through this intelligent energy channeling the in-streamings of intelligent infinity. Now, <laughs> some secrets are given here for the wise and, and the wary. Uh, first, Ross said that the, uh, the dawn supposition that these, these, are, um, these are sort of um, quantified uh, requirements for graduation from third to fourth density along positive and negative paths. Positive was quantified out as 50% served other. Negative harvestability or requirement for harvest for 40 negative was quantified out as 95% service itself. 95% service itself equals 5% uh, service to other. <laughs> now, 5% service to other and 51% service to other seem to be um, uh, comparable. <laughs> Now, you may say, and it seems true, that 95% service to self is a whole lot more stringent a requirement than 51% service to other, 51% uh, what, of the time or of um, the free will expression in mind, body, spirit, or in uh, thought, word, and deed is associated with love on the positive path? Uh, that's one way of looking at it, that 51% uh, service to other equals... Um, 51% um, in, in the use of the direction of will towards the development of green, blue, indigo in balance. Uh, because, you know, if I try to help somebody uh, and then they um, curse me and kill themselves, uh, I'm, I have some responsibility or karmic tie to what they did with my misguided uh, attempt to be of service. Meanwhile, um, one who does pure service, uh, you know, gets the credit or um, has the karmic re result of the expression of their pure intention, if, if so. And so 51% um, what? 51% service to other means what? You can say 51% of the time the person is seeking to be in balance with love, which means acceptance, which means non-control and non-manipulation, to be real, to be honest, to be true, to be present, to be uh, accepting, which is love. Uh, you can also say that it's 51% uh, of intentionality is directed to um, the seeking of um, the development of uh, fourth and fifth and sixth rays in balance. Meanwhile, uh, Ra is saying that these vibratory rates are not the same 
in positive and negative because of the variant chakra schedule or pattern that's required on the positive versus the negative paths. That's the point. It's not the same rate. However, it has the same power to accept and work with intelligent infinity to a certain degree or intensity. The word is uh, power and accept and then work with <laughs> intelligent infinity to a certain degree. The word, meaning all of these words, are loaded. It's not the same. 51% uh, serves the other, 95% serves the self. It's not the same uh, achievement, obviously, because they, there's, you know, there are the requirements of the positive and the negative paths, which are quite different. Meanwhile, <clears throat> although they do not represent the same chakra arrangement or development in arrangement, it does represent the same power uh, or uh, capacity for deployment of will, the same uh, internal empowerment, the same sense of um, being capable, the same capability for what? For accepting and working with intelligent infinity to a certain degree or intensity. Well, accept is fourth ray. And so, <clears throat> not that the negatives are fourth ray accepting, uh, but the positive path, which is what 90% of the souls go on, actually, it seems to be, uh, is based in, in the development of unconditional love and acceptance. And so uh, we enjoy intelligent infinity, which really comes out as intelligent energy. Is, you know, you can say that eighth density or seven, eight is the realm of contact with intelligent infinity, but its manifestation uh, down here on the ground and in the entirety of the octave actually is mediated by intelligent energy, which is, um, in my book, uh, indigo ray or the indigo field. And you'll see down a little bit further in the session more about that. Uh, it's the capacity, the capacity to work with, intel to, to have contact with intelligent infinity and thus be able to accept or make use of intelligent energy is comparable uh, uh, for these two percentage levels of development uh, of souls in third density to harvest a four. And it's uh, a certain degree or intensity, uh, intensity of the light, how much, how much power can you handle? And that becomes um, very uh, tangible in, in um, advanced stages of meditation, the sense of increased voltage running through the system. Then, well, due to the fact that the primary color or energy blue, so blue is a primary color, right? The primary rays are one, three, five, red, yellow, blue. Uh, now, why is Rasse blue is missing from negatively oriented system of power? Because actually, frankly, in another pay, another spot, Rod said that there's a negative use of wisdom. Obviously, that's blue. Uh, they are very intensively working with negative manifestations of wisdom. So, Ra, my dear. You've confused some people here. What they're really saying is that uh, green-blue is one chakra. In the same way as they wrote here um, uh, in the next, in 47.4, they didn't write, they said uh, that the negative depends on the extremely efficient use of a red and yellow-orange. And they're saying moving directly to indigo, gateway indigo, which is sixth ray, indigo color, sixth chakra, gateway to intelligent infinity, or accessing of intelligent energy, which is ind indicative of contact with intelligent infinity. Sorry, I'm throwing all these terms out here, but they're very doable. 
um, one can know all this um, uh, to whatever extent <laughs> I seem to know it, I don't know, but uh, Ra is seem to basically uh, be discounting or downplaying the negative use of wisdom, which as far as I know is obviously Blu-ray and very much used on the negative path as the springboard to uh, contact with Intelligent Infinity or the Indigo, uh, the Indigo Center. So, Ra said here in 47.3, we have to put 47.3 together with 47.4, that energy blue is missing from the negatively oriented system of power. Um, in my understanding, it's in this case they are um, they they've they're speaking of uh, blue in the framework of green blue. And since green or blue or heart chakra fourth ray is totally blocked or very blocked, must be very blocked for those in the negative path, Ra's saying that blue is missing from the negatively oriented system of power, uh, but obviously Ra has spoken about the negative use of wisdom. Obviously Ra has spoken, if you see other passages, of um, the springboard or the use of um, Blu-ray on the negative path uh, for making contact with Intelligent Infinity, right? That's what we're talking about, which means uh, working with indigo, which is transpolarized, right? So negative, I mean, what's black magic? <clears throat> black magic is a blue indigo blend uh, with all lower chakras blocked, as far as I know. What's black magic? Black magic is a careful use of mind, attention, direction of will, uh, according to a well-developed intellect and magical mind, magically oriented occultist mind, uh, working with the energies that are accessed by uh, indigo ray activation. Meanwhile, here they're saying green, blue, vibratory energies are not seen in the vibratory schedules or patterns of negative fourth and fifth rates of vibration, meaning negatively oriented beings in fourth and fifth densities negative. What is not seen, it's true, green-blue is not seen, but the blue ray is developed here in third density according to the negative use of wisdom, which um, obviously they do, you know, they're pretty clever folks, the negative. So uh, what's not seen, however, is the blend of green-blue, obviously, because green is heavily blocked. They, they, you know, they hate love. They really do. So on the other hand, then, the positive entity or the entity, we're talking about harvesting three to four here. Uh, positive uh, entity has the full spectrum of true color time-space, right? The chakras are in time-space. The chakras are, are etheric or uh, associated with indigo ray body. The chakras have been considered in the indigo body or of the indigo body by metaphysicians, uh, you know, for a long, long time. So, uh, the chakras are not, you know, uh, stuff, you know, up your spine. Uh, the chakras are energy vortices in time-space, meaning in the non-physical, of the non-physical, of the etheric body, of the etheric uh, indigo ray field. Uh, and the positive entity uh, seeking, you know, seeking the one, um, opening heart to all, uh, then therefore has the full spectrum of these seven rays available, or the full spectrum of true color, meaning essential vibratory quality of each ray or chakra, uh, essential vibratory, invisible, etheric, time-space chakra uh, potentials available, and contains or manifests or shows, manif uh, 
manifests, expresses a variant or a different vibratory pattern or schedule. This phrase, vibratory pattern or schedule, is kind of uh, very technical. They're, they're talking about the, uh, sev the seven rays composite, the composite of seven chakras activation summary uh, integration that is seen in the violet ray or seventh ray register, uh, but is basically, um, you know, that which determines how much we'll be in contact with intelligent infinity, or making use, therefore, of intelligent energy, meaning the bridge between sixth chakra and eighth density, the shuttle to, the gateway to intelligent infinity, the shuttle, the, the gateway, uh, is that which contacts intelligent infinity, which is beyond the octave, right? It's supra-octave, and uh, it's the cause of the octave, right? So intelligent energy manifesting as intelligent energy, usable, uh, indigo ray, um, is, is going to be uh, determined ultimately for the positive entity by the degree to which all seven chakras are developed, which really means actually two, three, four, five, six, which really means the evolution of mind, or manas. And <clears throat> the uh, five man, hu man, manifestation uh, of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chakras development relatively, actually, uh, essentially, determines um, contact with intelligent infinity, the, act, the de relative degree of activation of that gateway or shuttle, spirit shuttle, which really is, as far as, you know, in a simplistic way, the, um, the resonance or the uh, capacity for access uh, of what's beyond the octave to the beingness by their sixth chakra development. <clears throat> so, <laughs> this is about the time where lots of people will turn off the YouTube talk. Anyway, hope you have a good day. Mm, so the positive, basically, you know, the positive path or the entity on the positive path uh, is seeking, uh, you know, full spectrum love, <laughs> not full spectrum dominance, but full spectrum love and acceptance. Uh, and uh, capacity to make use of, of the rainbow, you know? Not a rainbow warrior, but to, to make use of um, the rainbow of seven rays potentials, energetics, um, in a balanced way for service to all. Service to other is service to all. So uh, each is capable of fourth density work. That's the criterion for harvest meaning the variant development of the seven rays according to the requirements of the positive path and the negative path for those in third density seeking harvest to fourth density positive and seeking harvest to fourth density negative the quantified uh, the quanti the quantifiable uh, figures of uh, 50% or 51% serve to other 95% serve self um, is you know it, it's just a, a quaint way of saying it really but that, that represents a certain capacity for contact with intelligent infinity on both paths. You know, Ra's the only one talking about that. <clears throat> the, the occultists um, who know this will hide it because they don't want people playing with the etheric body. And um, the positives uh, generally are not working from sixth density material, meaning uh, teachings from this level. So very few people understand this. But... When Ross says the green-blue vibratory energies are not seen in the vibratory schedules or patterns of negative four and five beings in fourth and fifth, they're really saying is that because of the blockage in green, the composite green-blue center is not, in, is, not, uh, is not workable. 
And Rothsay explained this in 47.4. <laughs> Be nice if we can finish half the session today. All beings have the potential for all possible vibratory rates. Vibratory rates means development of each of the seven rays. Thus, um, you know, uh, your potential is unlimited. That's human potential. Uh, because human potential is divine potential. And divine potential is, is boundless, is, is unlimited. Ain sof, zero, zero, zero. That's human potential. Uh, be not fooled. It doesn't mean we are that now. <laughs> it means that's uh, what we may be, or that's what we potentially are. That's who we are uh, in potentia. We are infinity in potentia. What else? Where's the, where's the wall? There ain't no wall. And the wall is empty space too. So, you know, the primary basis of matter is space. And the primary nature of space is boundless energy. I mean, space is is, uh, you know, chock full of intelligent energy. So the basis of matter is space or spaciousness. And the nature of spaciousness is infinite, near infinite energy. And the basis of that near infinite, near, you know, that's intelligent energy. That's light, love, love, light. And the, you know, origin, the nature, the origin of that energy is the action of free will upon love. So the nature of that uh, energy-rich spaciousness, the nature of that is infinite love. And it came to be by the fertilizing, uh, potentiating, um, you know, uh, seed, um, seed gen genesis of infinite free will or will of the one infinite, uh, that let there be light, that there be light. Uh, and so that light is intelligent energy, love light, light love. Its nature is love, and uh, it came to be by an action of, of free will or freedom will of the infinite one, uh, so that it itself may have uh, you know increasingly rich experience of itself uh, by the experience of consciousness and beingness. You know the octave is the purpose of this octave. <clears throat> the purpose of this octave seems to be, um, as I've said to some friend, um, the, the experience of sequential, um, sequential expansion of consciousness uh, or being identity-based or uh, identity-based expansion of consciousness. You know, in the seven dimensions, we basically go from consciousness in the animal to self-consciousness in the human to transpersonal consciousness universal in the higher dimensions, four or five, and then unified self or unified consciousness or consciousness um, that beingness and, and, and the field are one. The being and the field is one. There is no outer inner or there is the experience of inner outer, but actually that's one field of beingness. The outer is your true self too. The inner and the outer, you know, the, the outer, <laughs> the outer is the inner. The seen is the seer, and uh, totality is is our true nature, and that's the purpose. That that experience is the purpose of this octave to a certain extent. The logos is, um, you know, e experiencing um, aspects of itself <clears throat> by the primary metaphysical principles of the evolution of beingness in this octave.
and um, it's the transit in many ways. It's a an apparently sequential um, uh, expansion or transformation of the sense of identity and beingness or consciousness itself um, that is sought uh, in the manifestation of this octave. In a, now we'll come back down a little bit. So uh, Ra is saying, uh, of course, the potential of green and blue energy center activation is where it should be in a creation of love, meaning, um, you know, the nature of light is love with the capital L. Uh, yes, everything's perfect. And yes, everybody has the potential to activate all seven chakras if they wish. Sure. And they do. We do over time. However, then for the negative path, the negatively polarized entity um, who is harvestable to 4D negative due to extremely efficient use, efficient use of catalyst, right? Use of red and yellow orange. And there's the second bing bing because the second and third chakras are uh, one uh, or are two sides of the same in the same way as green blue. So we may say, if you want to go jump, leap ahead, that you have red uh, as the chakra associated with anchor, 3D anchoring and body. Then you have the personal mind of um, orange-yellow. And then you have the transpersonal mind of green-blue. Then you have six and seven. And so you can say that the five is really a three. Ooh, the five really is a three. The five what? The, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, six chakras as human or fivefold manas or consciousness or aspects of fivefold, fivefold aspects of consciousness, that five is really a three. How so? Because the second, third, uh, yellow, orange, it's really orange, yellow, and uh, Ra's focusing on the primary rays by putting yellow first. Uh, red and then orange, yellow, and then blue-green, or I'm sorry, green-blue, <laughs> and then indigo, and then violet. Uh, these, the seven can be seen as five, and the five central chakras, uh, two, three, four, five, six, can be seen as three. So that the triad of um, personal self, or the sense of self, or evolving soul, uh, is very much the composite, uh, or the trinity, of uh, orange-yellow, green-blue, and then indigo, which also can be related to body-mind-spirit. The chakras, you know, the the chakras of... <laughs> this, the, the chakras of mind associated with manifestation and experience of body are two-three, orange-yellow. The chakras of mind associated with... Um, Consciousness and um, the realm of form and formless, or um, the realms of time and space, uh, that level of mind, which is the heart of mind, is green-blue. And the um, higher level of mind of the five human, uh, two through six, that associated with spirit is six, or indigo. That's one way of, um, you know, cutting the pie, or, or analyzing the five central chakras, also, again, into body, mind, spirit. So, you know, um, nesting, or the holographic universe is real, and, um, you know, as Ross said, within each infinitesimal part of your being resides the one infinite creator in all its power, 
likewise, the um, the uh, cosmic numerics, as I've said, of one, three, seven, and then two, or the seven manifesting in a dualized way, seven densities, uh, like space, time, time, space, uh, and so on, other dualities that, you know, the polarized nature of light, yin-yang, um, radiation, uh, radiation and um, reception, or transmit reception, transmission. This is the seven-two, or the, the sevenfold that manifests in a dual, dual or polarized way, the two paths. That schema of one, three, seven, particularly, uh, can be found in all levels or in all analyses of, uh, of portions of that totality. So even within the five of these, you know, the seven chakras can be understood as uh, body, mind, spirit. <clears throat> the, you know, you can say one, two, three is body, four, five is mind, and six, seven is spirit. You can say that uh, one is body, two, three, four, five, six chakras are mind, and seven is spirit. You can say that within the five uh, central chakras of mind, uh, uh, orange-yellow is body, uh, green-blue is mind, the heart of mind, very much so, and um, indigo stands apart as spirit. So that, that kind of um, holographic analysis of the seven rays um, as seen as, tri as a tri trinity or triplicity, the, tri the intrinsic uh, trinity, of the octave, you know, <laughs> Trinity, the, the Trinity, the support for Neo. So the point anyway is that uh, on both paths, uh, both are moving towards uh, gateway indigo, right? Sixth ray as the gateway, bringing through this intelligent energy channel. So we see that indigo ray is a channel for intelligent energy which comes from contact with intelligent infinity. Intelligent infinity, you see, is, um, is uh, you know, uh, essentially formless. I mean, it's even more formless than six and seven densities. <laughs> it's the formless of the formless. It's truly Ein Sof and the void. Ein Sof is a Kabbalistic term, zero, zero, zero. Um, you know, the essential um, sunyata, of the octave, you can say, or the apparent trinity of the octave is shunya, meaning emptiness. But contact with intelligent infinity leads to capacity to bring through intelligent energy, um, which are in streamings of intelligent infinity, manifesting as intelligent energy, by activation of the gateway six ray. Uh, and that's contacted variantly by those on the positive and the negative paths. So, <laughs> we spend uh, nearly an hour on the first three questions. 47.5. Then at fourth, in fact, um, we'll try to get through 47.5, 6, and 7, and then leave the big uh, answer of 47.8 regarding the energy bodies uh, for next time. 47... Uh, so, 47.5... Don says, then at fourth density graduation into fifth, four to five, is there anything like the percentages you gave for third density graduation to fourth for polarization for each on each uh, for beings on each of the two paths? Ross said, there are in your modes of thinking responses we can make, which we shall make. However, 
The important point is that the graduations from density to density do occur. <laughs> That's what's really important, not the numbers. The positive, negative polarity, and so Rod now, now, now getting on top of polarity as a whole. The positive, negative polarity is a thing which will, at the sixth level, simply become history. Therefore, we speak in an illusory time continuum when we discuss, when we discuss statistics of positive versus negative harvest into fifth. A large percentage of fourth density negative entities continue the negative path from fourth to fifth density experience for without wisdom the compassion and desire to aid other self is not extremely well informed. Uh, yeah. Though one loses, Ra's getting into something so far beyond what Todd said here, thus though one loses approximately 2% moving from negative to positive during fourth density experience, we find approximately 8% of graduations into fifth density those of the negative. What is this all about? Well, um, the first point Ra's making is that this entire discussion of polarity will be a thing of history, will be water under the bridge, uh, which, uh, you know, you cannot step into the same water twice, as uh, dear Heraclitus said. The density graduate, graduations do occur, the numbers are not important. In sixth density, in realization law of one, at the bodhisattva level, Atman, higher self, Jivatman, um, this whole discussion of polarity um, is seen as empty, right? Sunya, uh, sunyata, emptiness, um, insubstantial, anatta, right? Polarity is anatta, anatta, anatman, no self, insubstantial, impermanent, um, essentially illusory. And so don't get too hung up on it. Ross said, we're speaking in an illusory time continuum. Time is an illusion too. It's an appearance. Um, it's relatively real. Um, from a greater perception, it's seen as illusory. Uh, and so they're saying it's, you know, they're talking about illusory time continuum when they're talking about negative, positive harvest into fifth uh, because they're already um, in the light. You know, there's no veil and fourth and fifth densities experience uh, is very much, they, they, it's much more tangible uh, knowing unity, even in fourth and fifth. A large percentage now, not all, but a large percentage of 4D negative entities do indeed continue the negative path to four to five, but some of them don't. And there is a dropout, uh, there's, you know, dropping out of the negative path in 4D negative for some. Ra said, without wisdom, for without wisdom, the compassion and desire to aid other self is not extremely well informed. Um, how that relates to fourth density negative entities uh, dropping off the negative path, I'm not really sure. Uh, they certainly don't have much wisdom in 4D negative, uh, and even 4D positive is lacking wisdom. Uh, with wisdom, deficiency comes... Um, um, a certain um, a certain weakness in the capacity to aid other selves. We know that uh, love without wisdom is a big problem. Um, I have to move through this material, so I really can't spend time on how exactly it is that 
the lack of wisdom in 40 negative, uh, you know, with an attendant um, poor, poor quality of service to other, um, leads some entities to drop out of 40 negative. I'm not really sure, but some definitely do. And this is 2%. 2% what? 2% of the total that go into 40 negative or 2% of the cosmic 10% that goes on the negative path? I don't know. Uh, but uh, 2 and 8 seems to indicate that they're talking on the 10. And so Rod said that 10% of 3D harvests are negative only and that their numbers are one-tenth of ours. So uh, Orion or entities on fourth and fifth uh, density negative uh, path, path and fourth and fifth density negative, seems to be 10% of uh, the cosmic community of those beings in higher dimensions. Of that 10%, uh, 2%, 20%, right? 2 out of 10, 2% out of the 10 is 20%, uh, drop out uh, in 40 negative while 80% of the 10, or 8 out of 10, or 8% of, of beings in creation do indeed go into 5D negative. Okay, 47.6. Well, what I was actually asking was if 50% is required for graduation from 3rd to 4th in positive, 95% required for graduation in the negative sense, meaning to 40 negative, does this more does this have to be more closely or does this have to more closely approach 100% in both cases for graduation from 4 to 5 such as 99% polarized for negative and 80% polarized for positive um, Ra doesn't go this way and Ra says we perceive the query now to give this in your terms is misleading for there are shall we say visual aids or training aids available in fourth density which automatically aid the entity in polarization while cutting down upon while cutting down extremely upon the quick effect of catalyst thus the density above yours must take up more space time meaning it takes longer the percentage of service to others of positively oriented entities will harmoniously approach 98% in intention meaning go to 4 to 5 positive the qualifications for fifth density however involve understanding this then becomes the primary qualification for graduation from fourth to fifth density. To achieve this graduation, the entity must be able to understand the actions, the movements, and the dance. There is no percentage describable which measures this understanding. It is a measure of efficiency of perception. Bang. The efficiency of perception. It may be measured by light. The ability to love, accept, and use a certain intensity of light thus creates the requirement for both positive and negative fourth to fifth harvesting. <laughs> um, this could take about 45 minutes, which I won't do, but um, we may understand that this more subtle requirement for harvest or graduation, in this case from fourth to fifth density on both paths, is a requirement for the efficient um, efficiency, uh, the, the efficient capacity for perception, the efficient efficiency in uh, capacity and utilization uh, uh, and work in perception, the uh, expansion of understanding, um, seeing leading to knowing. Perception is very much associated with fourth chakra 
the eyes are the windows to the soul. The eyes are 5.4, right? The eyes are, in my view, the uh, fourth chakra uh, subplane uh, related in the facial chakras or 5.4. Fifth chakra, four, and the ears are five. Now, <clears throat> uh, one must have uh, big eyes, sensitive eyes. <laughs> one must have limpid eyes and clear, lovely eyes to go from four to five. Uh, the, the heartful eyes, <laughs> the green ray activated um, uh, seeing uh, of expanded perception, leading to deepened understanding, uh, which is, uh, and this increase, or 98%, right? 98% in intention. So we're talking about intention, not... Um, not um, you know operational uh, activation, operational uh, um, execution, <laughs> the execution of, of operations. We're not talking about that. We're talking about ninety eight percent in intention, and then of course some um, demonstrated capacity for this fine tuned efficient perception measured by light equals um, this enhanced and and profound, or very quite significant, profound ability to love, accept, and use a certain intensity of light to see more light, to see light finally, to uh, be able to perceive and make use of uh, bright light and dim light, to see in the dark, and to see in the glare, to see, you know, to stare at the sun, and to see clearly, perfectly in the dark. These are qualities of mind uh, associated with uh, graduation from fourth to fifth density, as far as I know. This is um, enhanced capacity uh, for efficient perception or enhanced perception that leads to greater efficiency in the uh, reception and make and in utilization to some extent. Um, it is a use, so it's really reception. Mean it's basically appreciation, love, uh, reception, accepting, and utilization, using. Ex love, accept, and use. Certain intensity of light or um, great light, uh, you know, bright light and no light. Uh, that creates the requirement for positive and, and negative uh, fourth density beings harvesting to five. <laughs> to understand the actions and the movement and the dance, Hey, hey, the movement actions, uh, meaning the, the, this is wisdom, of course, this, you know, this, this greater comprehension of understanding as a result of enhanced perception, great seeing, uh, broad eyes, uh, sensitive eyes, understanding physical mo motion or, um, you know, what appears to be linear change, which is action and movement, and the, um, the uh, system, the, the uh, intentional systems uh, and karmic bases of those actions and movements, which is the dance, you know, the cosmic dance, the dance of, of you know, uh, mind and spirit that, make, that comes out as more body or form-based action and movement. This kind of uh, subtle uh, seeing, knowing, using a light, um, is more associated with harvest to four to five, and that we can call 98%. Finally, 
47.7. Can you define what you mean by a crystallized entity? Ra had said the crystallized healer has no will beyond personal willing. Uh, very much a six, an indigo uh, dwelling being, R- beingness dwelling in indigo, and and ter- and use that term for Yeshua, Yeshua. I don't know how to say it. Yeshua, Yeshua. We have used Ra said forty-seven seven. We have used this particular term because it has a fairly precise meaning in your language. When a crystalline structure is formed of your physical material, the elements present in each molecule are bonded in a regularized fashion with the elements in each other molecule, in each other molecule. So the structure is regular, thus the structure is regular, and when fully and perfectly crystallized, it has certain properties. It will not splinter or break. It is very strong without effort, and it is radiant, traducing light into a beautiful refraction, giving pleasure of the eye to many. Lovely. And uh, the adept, the true adept is this way. The true, um, you know, uh, achieved healer who's resting in Atman or has done, you know, n- you know, massive clearing of one, two, three chakra blockages and very fine high development of four, five uh, and rests in indigo. A little bit like Schweitzer. You know, Ra talked about Albert Schweitzer in very glowing terms. Um you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Ross said that Schweitzer was, you know, uh, a moderately or a, a somewhat akin to a crystallized healer or a crystallized entity. Uh, and what you'll see is that, uh, like the qualities of uh, mineral crystalline structures, like these qualities of crystalline mineral structure, the adept or the person who has done you know, the bulk of the work, chakras one through six, really. I mean, it doesn't mean they're perfect, and even if they go to six density, they're going to be um, subtle imbalances of love wisdom, as we see with Ra's history. So we're not talking about complete and perfect enlightenment here. We're really talking about Atman, meaning higher self uh, level, uh, as the, you know, analogy for the crystallized healer or um, manifesting crystalline properties in mind and in their being. Their manifestation is crystalline. What does it mean? It means that uh, elements of each molecule are bonded in a regularized, harmonious, but orderly way with the elements in every other molecule, which is a little, you can say, like a social memory complex. It's an internal social memory complex. (laughs) A personal, your own personal internal uh, social memory complex is uh, akin to the crystallized healer or a crystallized being. Their structure is regular, like a crystal, and when fully and perfectly crystallized, right, so there are levels of crystallization or degrees, it has certain properties, such as won't splinter or break, uh, very strong without effort. Uh, and this is the uh, durability of, um, you know, the true man without rank or the real adept. You know, um, he doesn't sweat it, He's, uh, you know, in this and that kind of uh, messy zone. He doesn't sweat it. Uh, I'm not at that level (laughs) yet at all. But uh, we won't splinter or break. We will be strong without effort. Or we will enjoy uh, effortless strength. Effortless strength. Not surrounding yourself with a white bubble of light to protect yourself. No. An effortless strength. Power um, with ease. 
the uncarved block, the Taoists know this very well, right? Wu Wei, the watercourse way. Wu Wei means no, um, no effort or non-action. Not quietism, not quietism, not nihilism, not rejectionism, not uh, avoidance, um, but the capacity to be with all, to be well with all, to be well everywhere, always. <laughs> That's the true, true master. Doesn't splinter, doesn't break. Uh, great power, effortlessly, and then to traduces light or refracts light or manifests light in refraction. You see, they're still refracting. They haven't uh, dissolved the crystal yet. In eighth density, the crystal is dissolved. But they are traducing light or um, marking and manifesting and um, um, organizing, reflecting, radiating light in a beautiful way that gives pleasure to the eye or the heart of many. And so that's uh, one goal, <laughs> to um, achieve crystallization of our seven-ray or our beingness, seven-ray spectrum, a crystallized rainbow. How about that? So with that hardcore metaphysics, we'll end session, the first half of session 47 for today. Next time, we'll start with 47.8, um, one of the most important um, responses of Ra in the entire Law of One series, in my view. Um, very difficult, actually, one of the most difficult also. Uh, and uh, explains the uh, energy field basis or energy field component of uh, chakra activation or chakra um, energy frequencies chakras as um, vortices, but also as nodal points within energy fields that are called the seven bodies, and how that relates, obviously, to the seven dimensions. So 47.8 is a major uh, teaching. And then after that, uh, just a few more, and then some very important teaching about death or the post-death process how that relates to the seven bodies or, you know, activation, deactivation of energy fields and bodies after death and what happens after death. Um, very esoteric and um, hopefully next time I think we'll finish uh, session 47. So, thank you so much. I appreciate the audience, uh, sir. <laughs> and um, hope you're all well. Uh, see you later and good night.